Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. So I am very, very excited and honored to speak tonight. I don't take this lightly at all. I think um, when I was asked to speak, I definitely... uh, question and then question it again, said, hmm, do I really want to do this? But um, I'm very, very honored to speak to you all tonight. So um, with God's anointing and, and, uh, and a little bit of uh, prayer, hopefully I can get through this. So um, we're going to turn to 1 Samuel 2, verse 1 and 2. It says, And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee. There is, neither is there any rock like our God. Now we're going to turn to Psalms 71, 2, and 4. So Psalms 71, 2 through 4. Deliver me in thy righteous and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation wherein I may continue resort Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. I'm going to speak to you on this subject. Are you standing on the rock or sinking sand? Jesus, we come before you tonight, God. We ask you, Jesus, for your power and your glory to be in this place, Jesus. Touch every heart, touch every mind here today, God. I ask you, God, for your anointing as the word be speak, Father. God, let it sink into people's hearts, Father. God, that they would be, get, get your word, Father, that you have given me, God. I know, God, it's a word, God, that I, you have given me, God. And I thank you, Father, for that. But right now, Jesus, I'm just a vessel, God. A vessel, God, used for your glory and your purpose only. And I ask you, God, right now, God, let me be that vessel. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're going to do. You are going to do awesome things here tonight, God. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus, let it be done. In Jesus' name, you may be seated. So are you standing on the rock or sinking sand? Are you feeding the spirit or are you feeding the flesh? If you are standing on the rock, you will move this world. You will not be given into the spirit of the world. We need not just to turn on the switch when we come into these doors. We need to, when you're in the house of God and then you leave, 
you're turning it off. That's not how it works. If you feed the flesh more than you feeding the spirit, then you will not have true peace. You will not have true joy. You will let fear in. You're gonna let fear in if you are feeding more of that flesh. Standing on the rock of Jesus Christ is where you have your life changed forever. Do you remember the first time you came to an altar? Do you remember the first time you felt his presence? His presence was so strong, so powerful. Or do you remember when you received the gift of the Holy Ghost? You remember those times. I mean, those were times that you were so excited. You were so excited to to hear what God had to say to you. You wanted to reach out to somebody. You wanted to witness to somebody. You wanted to make a difference in somebody's life because God has changed you. Did you, and then sometime, all of a sudden, maybe you were so excited about that, but then as life went on, you just stopped maybe getting excited about the word of God. Maybe you got, didn't get excited to come to church. We need to remind ourselves of those times because that's how you can continue, you can continue staying on the rock. I'm gonna to turn to Psalms 18 and verse two. Psalms 18 and verse two. <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of you know this scripture. It says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Let's also turn to 2 Samuel 22, 1 through 4. It says in 2 Samuel 22, 1 through 4, And David spake unto the Lord the words of this song in the day. And the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, the God of my rock, of him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my savior. Thou savest me from violence. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. If you start to pray less, you start reading your Bible less, is when you're starting to go into that sinking sand. Oh, it starts out slow. It definitely starts out slow. But maybe you just missed one day of church. Maybe you started to pray less. Maybe you started reading your Bible less. Now you're at a place where not even feeling his presence, you're just coming to church. You're putting your time in. You're just here, you're punching the clock. You're, you're just, you know, you're coming here, showing up, but you're not feeling the move of God. It's because you need to stay on the rock. You need to always, always stay on the rock. 
Now, this is definitely a slowly moving process when you're on that sand. Your sand, you, you might just start on sand, sand ground. It, it, it might be not, you're not sinking right away. That's how it always starts. I, I, this is just really, I, I've, been, I've been in church for about 40 years. I'm, I'm 42 years old and my parents came into this, uh, this faith when I was two years old. And I'll tell you, I have seen a lot, a lot of, a lot, a lot of people say to themselves, that's not me. I'll, n- I'll never get to that point. I'll never get to that point. I'll, I'll, never, I'll never back away from what God has for me. And I have seen so, so many, so many people fall away from this awesome truth. And you might say that, hey, I, I'm on a, it's a slippery slope. You need to make sure you're grounded in truth. It is so, so important. So now you're all the way down in the sand, and even your head is below the sand, and just your hand is sticking out. This is where, this is where Satan wants you. He wants you all the way down in the sand where you're just, you're, just, you're just hanging on. This is where he binds you. This is where he wants you to be. He doesn't want you to be free. He wants you to stay in that place for you so you feel no power. You, have, you feel no presence. This is where sometimes people go all the way under. They're all the way under. They're just too far. And they give up. They maybe... They maybe spend too much time on earthly things. They think this world's the answer. They think, they think, oh, that's never going to be me. That's never going to be me. That's never going to be me not praying in the spirit. That's me not reading the Bible. That's me not sharing the word. That's me not praying with somebody. It starts out slow again and the flesh takes over because you are just feeding the flesh, not your spirit. Now we're going to look at a parable in Matthew where Jesus talked about these, um, these foundations. We're going to talk about uh, in Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doth them, I will liken unto him a wise man which built him house, his house upon the rock. And, his, and the rain descended and the floods came and the wind blew and beat upon the house. It felt not for it was founded upon the rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine doth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built this house upon sand. And when the rain descended and the floods came and the wind blew, it beat upon the house and it fell and great was the fall of it. You see, Jesus is saying, build everything on the rock, not just yourself. You're building your entire house on the firm foundation. Building a solid foundation on God begins with believing in the word, building 
but by building your life built on a scripture. We become solid in our faith and all our actions will follow. In a parable, the storms of life came and the house built on the sand fell. The house built on the rock, stern firm. And just a quick, uh, uh, Matthew 6, 33, it says, so Matthew 6, 33, it says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. If we're always kingdom-minded in everything we do, not just when we're here at church, we're out there, we're always first seeking the kingdom. If you continue seeking the kingdom, he will always give you that peace. He will always give you that joy. You have to make sure that you're continually, continually steadfast towards the kingdom. If you continue not to worship him, not communicate with him, then what are you building your foundation on? You're building it on sand. When the storms come, it will take you deeper in the sand. You will be quickly to say, is God, where is God? Where is he when I'm in this storm? Church, this is just the beginning of the storms in life. If you think COVID was hard or maybe you're in a battle right now, you need to ask God, why am I going through this? You may, you may ask that. Or why can't I see him in the end? Maybe when you started the trial, you were already in the sand. You were already in the sinking sand. And now that you are in the trial, it's harder, it's harder to fight because you're not on that rock. If you're on that firm foundation upon the solid rock of Jesus Christ, it's way, way easier to, to face this world. This world has nothing for us. We need to continue on the firm foundation on that rock. So stay on that firm foundation. Stay on the rock that we know God is in control. We'll see, and you also, you won't have fear. That fear, fear is such a, a danger, to be honest, it's a dangerous thing. So if you, if you give fear a chance because you're in that sand, you're losing control. This is so important. This is how you will stay on the rock. If, the more you feed the spirit, the more you'll see God's hand in every aspect, every aspect of your life. I'm gonna read Romans 8, 1 through 11. So turn to Romans 8, 1 through 11. There is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life is Christ Jesus, hath made free from the law of sin or death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sin, flesh and for sin, condemneth sin in the flesh. That righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walketh not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they are after, they are after the flesh. Do not mind the things of the flesh, but they are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. 
because the carnal minded is enemy against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are of the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ being in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But the spirit of him that raises up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you. He that raises up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You gotta have the spirit. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pray more in that spirit. You gotta, you gotta take on his name. You gotta, you gotta live in the spirit. We have to walk in the spirit, folks. We, we, can't, we can't walk in this flesh. We have to always walk in the spirit. It is so, so, so important, the foundation on that rock. If you are living for God with everything you have, overflowing with his spirit, then you will not be offended. You will not let fear control you. You will not let the things of this world affect you. You, will, you are a child of the king, but are you acting like a child of the king? That's what's important. You have to act like you're a child of the king, and acting like a child of the king is taking on his name and praying in the spirit, being in tune with the spirit. Sometimes we, we start making excuses, not coming to church, we talked about that, but we start making excuses not to go to prayer, not to go to prayer, not to pray with somebody, not spending time with somebody to pray for them. We all, when we use these excuses, we continue standing on the sand and it's going deeper and deeper in that sand. We always, we used to try to find ways to help the kingdom. We all, every single person in this room needs to think about how more can I impact the kingdom? It's so, so important. In these last days, it's so important. So, so important. Romans 8, 26 through 27. So let's turn to Romans 8, 26 and verse 27. says, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought to, but the spirit itself make intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. He that searcheth the heart knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit, because he make intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. We need to continue, continue to pray in the spirit. If we are weak, then we pray in the spirit. It gives us strength. It gives us strength to overcome anything. The stronger your spirit, the stronger and the less chance you have when you're going through that. We're all gonna go through trials. We're all gonna hit the, it's part of life. God, first off, God's gonna put you in those trials for for sometimes, for such a time as this. Sometimes you're in that trial because guess what? God's gonna, when you come out of the trial, you're gonna be that much stronger, that much greater. 
But you need to stay firm foundation on that rock. If you're staying firm on the rock of Jesus Christ, guess what? You're gonna have, you're gonna be, you're gonna see that trial through. It's gonna be like, hey, this is nothing. I'm standing on the rock of Jesus Christ. This trial means nothing. That's what it's all about. It's all about staying on the rock. If you stay on the rock, those trials, guess what? It's like, hey, this is not, again, not a part of life. But if you're on that sinking sand, guess what happens to you? When that storm comes, when that trial comes, it is going to be so much harder. Guess what happens a lot of times? When a lot of times happens, when you're in that sinking sand and that trial comes, that's when Satan's going to attack you that much more. He's going to say, hey, guess what? God's not there. He's putting, Satan's putting those ideas in your head. He has so, his teeth so tricky on things like that, that he is going to get to you. And all of a sudden, guess what's going to happen? You're going to fall more away. It's going to fall more away. You have to say on that rock, you have to say, Jesus, I know today is the day of salvation. Today, I worship and glorify you because I'm standing on your rock. That's what it's all about. You stay firm foundation upon that rock. At this point, if you're at that point where you're so found, you're so far on that rock, again, Satan has his place. He has, your we- he has the we. He knows your weaknesses. He continues. He continues to tear you down. You go deeper and deeper in a place where you don't even know what to do. That's where a lot of people, that's where, what happens? That's where it becomes, it becomes very, very dangerous. Very dangerous. You're at a point where you're so far because guess what? I'm way down here and I was supposed to be way up here. And that's where Satan's going to attack you. He's going to attack you more and more. So people sometimes at this point, they turn to worldly things. They think the world, ah, I'm going to go try this. I'm going to go try that. They think that the world has all the answers. Guess what? They don't. They always come back. They always keep on praying. And then guess what? God pulls them out. Of course, he's going to be there right when you, when you say, Jesus, I surrender all. I'm never going back. But guess what? It takes a long, long time for you to get back up here and standing on that firm foundation on the rock. Because you were so far, you're so far. And that's where it becomes so critical. It's so critical. We stay on that rock. And we, we're witnessing, we're, we're obeying the word of God. It, it's, always, it's always amazing when people go into the world and they think that, oh, they have all the answers. I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that. Yeah, maybe they're not, you know, going out doing drugs or going out to bars, drinking, stuff like that. But guess what? They're still living in a worldly life. They're, they are so far from, again, and, and this is the other thing. It starts out, it starts out just not coming to church. It starts out doing that. And then you are starting to do the, really the things of the world and thinking that, oh, this is great. I'm going to find happiness in that. Guess what? People find out it's not the happiness. It's when you're on your knees you're lifting your hands. You're saying, God, I need you. I need you right now. I need you in this, my situation. I need you to pull me out of it because I am lost and I need you every day, every day. And guess what? He's going to pull you out. 
The good news today is you can make that change. Jesus is waiting for you. He is waiting for you to call out. He's waiting for you to call out. And when, you, when he picks you out, out of that sinking sand and all that sand and all that good is just falling out of you, off of you, he's going to shake you off, dust you off, and he's going to put you back on the rock. And you're going to stand firm and stand strong because when you're back on that rock, he's going to move all the mountains for you. He, you, you get out of his way and let him handle it. We're going to turn to Deuteronomy 32, 3 and 4. Deuteronomy 32, 3 and 4. Because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe ye greatness unto our God. He is the rock. His works is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. And we're going to turn quickly to Luke 6, 47 through 49. Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dig deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against the house and could not shake it because it had been built well. But when one who hears and does them and does not them is like a man who builds on the ground without a foundation. You need to build it on a firm foundation. When the stream broke against it, it immediately fell and it ruined all the house and it was great. Again, building on that firm foundation. So through this, I started out with feeding the flesh and feeding the spirit. Again, so, so important that you are in tune with the spirit. Three things that as I was going through this and God really wanted me really to stress this part of this is first, yourself need to be standing on the rock. Second, your home, your family, your family and your home, so and so important that you're building that foundation, consistently building upon the rock, building on the rock, building on the rock. Third is, then you're going to go out and you're going to help somebody else build upon that rock. It's so, so important that when you're building on these three parts of your life, of course, it takes you, when you're first getting in, in, into all of where you're building your foundation, it starts out small, this building that foundation on and walking in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit. But as you develop that walk and you're stronger in the Spirit, He's going to help you get to those next stages, 
those, those next parts of where you're gonna build upon your entire family. You're gonna say, as for me and my house, we're gonna serve the Lord. So you continue steadfast, steadfast in the word. Then again, last thing again, is you go into building on somebody else. You go out there and reach somebody, talk with somebody, sharing just the, going out having coffee, just sharing your testimony, whatever it is. Again, you're helping building upon that rock. Make a decision today to keep your feet on the rock. Never look back. Say, Jesus, I'm standing here. I have made up my mind to follow you in everything I do. He wants everything, not just to be a part of us. He wants you to put your full trust in him, not worldly things. Then you are going to have, if you are putting yourself in worldly things, Satan has the power. Satan has the power over you then. If you're, if you're not staying planted on the rock, you have to stay planted on the rock. If you're, sta- if you're standing on that sand, that sand, keep on slowly. Again, it's a slow process. Stay f- firm foundation upon the rock. And if you're here tonight and you need to be filled with the Spirit, today is that day. It can happen today. It can happen today. So I talked about the Spirit and you don't have the Spirit. Guess what? Today can be that day. You can be filled with the Spirit, overflowing with His power and His anointing. Let's stand. So if you stand, stand today standing on the rock, you have true peace, you have true joy. He should be our hope in everything we do, in everything we do. Today can be a day of change. He wants you to stand with him in everything. This is how you can make a difference in your life, your family's life, and someone's life. Don't allow Satan to be a part of your life. Just say, I'm standing on the rock. I'm standing on that firm rock of of Jesus Christ. And your life will never, ever be the same if you continue steadfast in the word, steadfast on the rock, steadfast in fasting and praying, reaching out to people. It's always staying steadfast on the rock. Jesus, I pray tonight, God, as people come to the altar, Jesus, they are focused on you and you alone. They have made up their minds tonight, Jesus, that they are going to stay on the rock, the rock of you, Jesus Christ. They're not going to look back. They're not going to go back to their old way. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.